0: Hey you guys, I know it's been a while. Grand Rising, I hope that you guys are having a wonderful morning, a good start this morning. I hope that today you woke up, you thank God for being alive, just giving giving you another shot and another chance at life. I hope today that your day is empowered and uplifted and motivated and that you do the same for someone around you today. So, I've been needing to get on here and speak and talk to you guys for a while. I've been like, oh my god. <laughs> so, um, I know I haven't been here. I just want to say I love you guys. I appreciate your support. And that I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm just a little busy. Busier every by the day. But I'm still here. So, um, people were like, messaging me before I took my little break to focus on me, people were, like, messaging me and and wondering and asking if I could inform you guys about me. Like, you guys are like, well, you always talk about the topics, you know, what you like, what you don't like, what to expect, um, healing or in a relationship, or blah, 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 blah. I was answer those questions, but I never really, like, told you guys fully about me. So, I guess today is, like, your lucky day. So, first, my name is Brittany, okay, a.k.a. Brit Brat. As we know, the brat of all brats. Um, I'm 28 years old. I was born in Kansas. I've been living in the Bay Area, um, which is California. The Bay Area is not L.A., (laughs) not Sacramento, (laughs) because a lot of people do like oh Sac. i go to Sac. early all the time yeah not the bay that's not the bay so the bay is san francisco bay area so i've been living there for 11 years um i have no children except my daughter i did not push her out but she is mine i love her so much um she's like my daughter like my past life or something i'm telling you guys because she looks like me acts like me spoiled like me like she's like all of me when i was younger so everybody always thinks that like when i posted her everybody was like did you have a kid and didn't tell us like what like <laughs> um no she's just you know connected we're just connected um her birthday is monday happy birthday baby i love you so um yeah she's amazing and so i guess i do have a child um I have her. Um, I do not have a man. Oh, right? <laughs> one day, one day, one day, one day. So, um, I'll get into detail on all of those type of things. Um, I'm just going to start by talking a little bit about me, and just my life, and then into my business, and then into my love life, because you guys are, like, going crazy about this, (laughs) you guys be having so many questions, and I wrote them all down, like, a a month or so ago, and I was like, I'm gonna get to those, and I'm sorry that it took some time, but I was a little busy, so, um, I grew up, um, in my, with my great-grandparents, um, I did see my mom from time to time, she was pretty young when she had me, so, like, um. Yeah, she was going through her own life changes, um, as a young, you know, um, child growing up, so my great-grandparents, she took me over there a lot for them to watch me and stuff like that, and they just fell in love with me, so, um, I was, like, their only child, you know what I mean, um, they raised my dad, my uncles, and then they raised me, so, they fell in love with me, and they wanted me to, like, stay with them, and live with them, and just be with them, so, like, it was crazy, like, my mom was telling me, like, oh, they used to, like, almost cry for you, like, you know, you would cry, like, I just had to let you, like, be with them. So, um, they raised me, they were like my parents, my dad, he was in and out of jail since I was, like, a little, um, he did 12 years in jail, he recently, um, just got out a few years ago, and he's still out or whatnot, um, he's been out for a while, he's been actually doing okay, so that's good. Um. So, yeah, and they raised me and then they passed away. So, once my grandparents went oh, out, I had a spool brat childhood. That's literally where the brat came from because they gave it to me. Like, they, like, handed it to me. They, like, stamped it on my life. Like, you are going to be a brat the rest of your life, okay? You're going to be a brat at everything you do, financially, mentally, spiritually physically and spiritually, whatever that you go after you're going to be a brat about it, so that's how I came up with my brat clothing line, that's how I came up with the real estate brat, that's how I came up with the dispatch brat, I'm just the brat man, you know what I mean, a bag brat um, so they knew that, that's why they named me that as the baby, because they did it to me, they gave me literally everything I wanted like, I literally could can I have this, they said no, ah i am crying and I got it, so like, yeah, it's like yeah, it's never gonna change. You know what I mean? So, um... <laughs> any man that I get that I deal with, he's definitely gonna have to be brat-qualified. Because brat-friendly. I'm definitely it. So, um, yeah, like... I had a wonderful childhood. And stuff like that. Um, I really used to grow up and say that I wanted to be a doctor. So I really thought that, like, I would be able to be a doctor. It's so crazy. Like, I thought that I, that's what I was gonna be. Like, I'm gonna be a doctor. Um but no (laughs) um siblings wise i have siblings on my mom's side and siblings on my dad's side um i grew up with my little cousin she's like slash sister because our birthday is the same day hey capricorn gang gang um we have the same birthday we grew up together like i love her to bits and pieces she's everything so um that's a little bit just about like my childhood and then how I grew up um, I basically got everything I wanted um I was a honor roll student I was attendance um honor roll student like I was like good in school good grades everything so, all of that was going great, right? Until my grandparents passed away. <laughs> so, then once they passed away, um, I life took a turn for me. You know what I mean? Like, I was grieving. I was devastated. I was like, oh my God, I lost my parents. Like, what am I going to do? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So... Um, I then um went home one day from school and I was like so excited, like one of my grandmas my grandmas my grandmas remind you the same day my grandma had to call my mom and beg my mom and ask my mom, Can I come with her? Because I called my grandma from school. I used to call my grandma from school. grandma, can I come over there? Can you call my mom and make her let me come over? I used to always do that. <laughs> so um my mom was kinda of strict about me going over there because they like gave me literally everything that I wanted, um, she didn't like that, because when I came home, I expected the same thing, and she was not having it, so, um, yeah, I literally was like a crybaby for them, so I had cried and did all this thing to get her to call her and did all this, so I finally got yes, so I was like, yeah, I'm going over there, I was so excited, and then I went home, and I was so mad, because my mom was like, you know, my stepdad was going to take me, um, you know, over at my grandma's on his way outside, and I was like, oh, okay, So, I'm sitting there, he's taking his time, we're not going anywhere, and my mom comes home, so I'm like, okay, at this point, I'm not going. So, um, my mom came in, they're like, we have something to tell you, and they're like, you need to sit down. I'm like, "Um, okay, like, what? And she was like, your grandma passed away. I went crazy, okay? Like, I was like... (laughs) Like I was devastated. I was just like my whole heart left my body um, and shattered. Like I was done for. You know, I didn't. I, I really didn't have no more means of living. Like that's how I felt. Like my life was done. My life is over. Like who's gonna love me unconditionally? Who's gonna spoil me? Who's gonna, you know? My grandpa had already passed. My grandpa passed first. So it was me, and my grandpa. I'm sorry. It was me, and my grandpa, and my aunt Dorothy. My aunt Dorothy was their daughter, so I guess she's like my great great aunt, um, or something like that, or great aunt, or something. Um, but it was um, all of us. My aunt Dorothy passed first, and then my grandpa passed away from cancer. Uh, and I got to see him as he was leaving, and oh i love him so much and i miss him so much he was the greatest like he did everything for us like he provided for us my grandma used to get a little spats and i used to be like boy i kick your butt like (laughs) i used to be like don't touch my grandma like when he would get mad and yell at her and stuff um but yeah like i love him so much you know like um he was literally everything to me um but he passed away um, he's the grocery shop for us, like, my grandma didn't have to worry about nothing, okay, and that's why people be like, oh, you don't have a man, you're still looking for that love, that old school love, because you're also, old soul, and that's what you brought up on, yeah, yeah, exactly, and it's here, okay, God-fearing, um, protector, provider, leader, like, yeah, it's here, and it will be here, and if not, then I will be single, <laughs> but yeah, so, like, he, tra- he literally taught us, um, you know, taught me, how a man is supposed to treat you and oh he protected us you know what i mean he always protected us he would literally sit at the window with the gun and everything like anybody that was gonna think they was coming through the door or doing anything he was gonna pop them (laughs) so yeah like i i literally like got the first hand of how a man is supposed to treat you and, and and protect and provide and just love on you you know what i mean like i literally so um yeah so my grandpa died and then after that my grandma died and then my dad's dad my grand other grandpa he died too so it was like whoa but my great grandparents were like literally like my parents so I was like literally devastated and when she died I didn't know how to act you know what I mean like I was done for so I went to school the next day and I ran away because I felt like giving up like I you know what I mean I was in a space and I and now that I'm older and I'm healing and different things like that like I understand grief and I understand the process you know but then I didn't know and then you know like I just was like I'm devastated like I'm done I don't want nobody so I started um I ran away um I would run away my mom would find me and stuff like that run away again blah. blah, blah. I was like going through this whole phase or whatever this whole phase of running away and it was really just grieving it wasn't even anything but grieving and me and my mom just didn't have that bond that you know that a lot of people have with their parents like we just it's just it not there like that so um it was with my grandma so um yeah i literally was i started running away and stuff like that and um then i got in trouble for running away and i told my mom like when i leave again i'll never be back and i was at what 15 and a half maybe four yeah 15 15 and a half i was like yeah i'm never coming back and i left and i never went back literally so in the motions of that of course i had to provide for myself so i was in the streets and i was just you know chasing that spoiled lifestyle that they gave me um and grieving like literally chasing grief and chasing um the spoiled lifestyle So, I had to figure it out and figure out how I was going to provide for myself like they did and give myself the things they did when I wanted it, how I wanted it. You know what I mean? Because that's what I was used to. So, um, yeah, I started being in the streets and um, different things like that. And, oh, I started going through these traumatic experiences with men and this one guy. And he's from uh, my hometown. And, yeah, that's another story. But anyway, so, yeah, I went through a lot with him, and he basically, um, took me through a long traumatic experience, so, I was, like, trying to get away from him, and then I left and went to Atlanta with another guy, ended up in another traumatic situation, and then I ended up being kidnapped, (laughs) yeah, so, um, once I got kidnapped, I was kidnapped for about a year and he literally forced me to do all type of things, um, and I was stuck with him for years. So that's why, like, my article is so important to me that got posted in Voyage ATL because I have came a long way. Like, really, like, grieving is a tough thing, and if you don't have the support that you need and the love that you need, it can take you through a lot gives me, it can make you do a lot of different things that you don't want to do, you know what I mean, in life, and accept things that you don't want to accept, so, I didn't really have that love and support, like, I needed it from my mom, because she just didn't take my grievance that way, she just took it as, oh, somebody died, you know, like, your grandma died, you know, like, she didn't take it as how I felt, because they didn't have that connection or that bond. it wasn't her grandma, you get what I mean, so, um, she didn't understand, um, but yeah, so I was kidnapped by a guy. I didn't know that's another story. If you want to listen to that, you have to go on my page. It's Healing Brittles. Healing Brittles, B-R-I-T-T-E-L-Z underscore. Um, and click the link, and you can listen to my podcast on my story. Um, But I'm going to post this on Healing Brittles, too, on that podcast channel, too. So, yeah, you'll be able to hear um, this story if you're, like one of my supporters on that end or if you're my supporters on my personal podcast. So however, whatever. But yeah, so um I went through that situation, um and um I ended up getting rescued by the grace of God. And after that I literally did not have the support within my healing. Like I didn't have like it was just not it. So um they came and got me in the helicopter from Kansas, they took me back, they put me in this place called Independent Living in Kansas City where they basically teach you how to um, start your life, you know, get your ID, get a job, learn how to do this and this and this and that, how to budget, how to grocery shop, excuse me, how to basically be your own person, you know what I mean, so growing up. So um, I needed that, you know what I mean? Because I didn't have that. So I went there, but it still wasn't enough money for me. It wasn't enough. It just wasn't life, okay? It was not giving. So I ran away from there. (laughs) Um, Once I ran away from there, I had to go figure it out on my own again. I really was grieving. I was healing through what I had went through from being kidnapped. I didn't have no support. I felt so alone. I didn't have no parents. I was just done for. My dad was in jail. I was just done for. So I was, I was like this young girl in this big old world by myself. So I literally heard about California, got up, and moved to California. Oh, my God. <laughs> 11 years later, and I'm like, whoa. So, yeah, I got up, moved to California. I literally had no money. I had $200. I used that to buy my Greyhound ticket. I literally had just enough for my ticket taxes and fees. It was crazy, right? All I had was my suitcase full of junk Because I was a runaway And I had been on the run And really, I don't even like to call myself a runaway I was literally surviving You know what I'm saying? I was surviving grief Surviving trauma Surviving being, um, um uh, Survivor of human trafficking Like, I was really like a survivor In survival mode, you know what I mean? So, I hate to say a runaway But my book is gonna be coming out And it is called My Life on the Run But, um so, yeah, like, I was healing from all those different things, so I was running from that. I wasn't, like, just, like, being rebellious, you know. It was a uh, reasoning behind that. And that's why when I talk about human trafficking on my Human Trafficking Podcast, I really stress the fact that parenting is important and understanding your child and knowing your child and loving on your child is very, very, very important because those things will make them run from those things. You know what I mean? Like, you have to understand it's deeper than a child just wanting to um, run away and view the world. You know what I mean? Like, it's a whole deeper level than that. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I ended up in California. I've been living in California 11 years now. Um, I literally left, like I said, with nothing. I had to figure it out. I did not know anyone. The family that I do have in California, I didn't grow closer to them till like, the last few years, within the last few years of now. Um, so, yeah, I was literally by myself, didn't know anyone, and I had to figure it out. So, uh, I went through growing pains. I went through, you know, trauma. I went through different things with men being the new girl in the town not from here you know a little gullible like young teenager yeah it was a lot went through a lot um so I went through all of that and then I definitely had a few love experiences um stuff like that um started working got my first job I was in California because I was in the streets hustling so I never really had a job um, at all, never in my life, had never had a job until I got to California, um, which my first job, I want to say, was, like, a few years ago, like, I had literally never had a job, (laughs) crazy, right, um, and it's so crazy, because I look at it now, like, girl, you never had a job, but you made it, though, like, what, yeah, God is real, okay, like, that's all I want to say, like, God is real, but, um, yeah, so, i got my first job started working like crazy i was working like seven days a week i was doing my job and i was doing home care at night i was just like getting it in okay um once i started that i felt like okay well this is like what i'm gonna be doing you know i never thought like oh i'll be stepping into entrepreneurship so soon but i did so um i lived in california worked my job um Through that experience, I had a love, soulmate energy, definitely. Um, He passed away. He got killed in Oakland, and it devastated me again. So I was like, okay, now this is just getting crazy with this type of grieving thing. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't think straight. I was devastated. Um, I had never dealt with this type of love loss. Like, my grandma and grandpa, they were like the only people that gave me that unconditional love feeling so it was like the pain was like the same as that so i was going through this time i wasn't running away because i had stability and i was my own self you know what i mean but um i did go through a traumatic time with that and then i ended up accepting a love offer and yeah he just basically um comforted that moment um i can't say he i he might have really loved me um he did treat me wonderful, like, he gave me that experience that I needed, that I missed from um, my person of interest that passed away, so um, yeah, like, he gave me that experience that love, that providing mentality, like, he did all of that, you know, uh, my big thing is roses, everybody's like, oh, you like roses, roses are for grounding, healing, and also, he got me roses, he always got me roses money. like, he never missed a holiday, a birthday, like, he was just this genuine soul, um, so so yeah, like, he did all of those things that he did and then some. So, um, yeah, that was uh, just crazy. So, anyways, um, dealing with all of that, I ended up moving to Chicago, trying to get away, run for everything, and become a new, and different things like that, and, yeah, epic film. So, didn't like that. Turned back around, spent all that money, by the way. <laughs> Turned back around, came all the way back to California, and I had to start over again which was just about a year or two ago, so, like, year and a half, almost two years, so, yeah, I've been, like, recuperating in California, growing back, just giving California that growth all over again that I needed, so, um, then I came back and, um, had a bad wreck, I was hit by a semi-18-wheeler, like, um, oh, my God, like, very traumatic experience, like, like, almost died, like, it was crazy, it just, like, as soon as I got back, I was probably back in California for, like, a couple weeks, and then I got hit, um, oh, I was just, it was terrible, you know, and I'm so glad to be alive, and God is wonderful, and, um, so I had a baguette, so I could no longer lift and work anymore, and I was doing the hiring, excuse me, the hiring and training at a A warehouse in um, San Francisco. It was called Rents, a big warehouse in San Francisco. They're like famous for dropping off your laundry and dry cleaning next day to your door. Um, Really big in San Francisco, Um, really nice, big company. Um, So I was working for them. I worked my way up. They loved me. Everybody loves me everywhere I go, always. Like, I just, it's just what it is. It's just me. So um, they loved me there. I did training there. I did the then start doing the hiring, and then I really didn't have to work. It was at a point where I was only literally coming in for the hiring. I was like, oh my god, like wow. So um, I did that for a while, and then I was doing home care, and I like I literally was working seven days a week, both jobs. But um, after my wreck, I could no longer lift. And to train, you have to lift and show them. Excuse me so i couldn't um do that anymore so i was just like oh my god what i'm gonna do this wreck just ruined my life like i went through this big traumatic experience behind this wreck depression it was crazy so then i was just scrolling down facebook one day and seen dispatching i'm like freight dispatching i don't have a let me don't do this so i took the class started the class and boom bam <laughs> it was crazy like I, next thing i know i have my full company running i'm like Okay, So, yeah, um, I started my company, started dispatching and stuff like that. Um, I called it the Dispatch Brats because I am the brat, like, everybody knows that. So, um, it's called Dispatching Brats. I started running my company. I traveled all over, marketing my company all over with different marketing ideas. Different types of marketing ideas and different things like that. Um, Once my company started growing, I started sitting back and focusing more on the actual company itself and dispatching and just marketing more and stuff like that online. Um, I looked up like, like 60 to 90 days later and my company definitely had a lot of growth. Um, I started out with like six, seven drivers, and it just grew and grew and grew and grew and grew. And grew. So then uh, people started loving my marketing and my consistency, and people started reaching out to me like, you're so inspiring, like this and this and that, like, I want to learn, you should teach a class. So then I was like, okay, you guys, I will soon, I got to get ready, got to get ready. So then I finally ended up doing this more research that I needed to, to be able to put together a class. Then once I put together that class, um, I started teaching classes. So now I not only am a freight dispatcher, which I'm working on fully having my company uh, ran by others, people working for me, and um, I will no longer be actually doing dispatching. Um, And now I'm not only am I a freight dispatcher and have my own freight dispatching company. But I also teach people how to become a freight dispatcher and how to start their own company. And how to stay faithful with it and be confident in it, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that's a little bit about that. Um, I do have my own um, speaking nonprofit for, uh, it's called Healing Brittles. It's for survivors of human trafficking, men, men, women, boys, and girls. So I do speak upon on that. Um, I speak for a hundred black women every year of Atlanta. Um, this year I spoke for the seminar for the DA and I spoke for a hundred black women. And that's just all the major colleges in Atlanta that I speak to every year. Um, like I said, my article just got, uh, posted in Voyage ATL. Um, So, I'm really into that. I'm going to be like flying out and speaking more soon. I've just been trying to grasp my life, figure out everything that I want to do, where I want to live, where I want to be. And so I can really stump down on all of my goals and dreams that I want. Um, I want a total of five businesses. And I've been saying this since I was like a teenager. Like, I'm going to have five businesses. I want five businesses. And I'm going to have my five businesses up and running. And, you know, this is going to be a thing. So, um, yeah, my nonprofit, my dispatching podcast, um, I'm also, um, definitely doing wholesale real estate. So I learned the wholesaling of real estate a while back. I'm also in regular real estate, um, as well. I like being an agent. I just have to take, um, these two exams and then get my licensing licensing and I will, um, officially be a real estate agent. But, um, I learned the wholesale, um, business first. How to do your own wholesaling business and become a real estate wholesaler. So I'm going to start with that and then get my feet in the door. And then I'm going to make my way towards being an actual agent. Excuse me. So, um, yeah. So right now, I am my podcast, my nonprofit. I actually go speak in Washington, D.C. in July, July 15th. Um, so I'm super excited about this coming up. Uh, I'm going to be headed to Baltimore. And then I will... Um, speak in Washington, D.C., yeah, it's going to be amazing. Um, so there's that, focusing on my podcast, my trucking, um, my nonprofit, everything like that. And then um, focusing on my wholesale and real estate. So within this next month or two, I'm going to say like within July, August, maybe August, September, I should be situated and settled to where I can finally start marketing. So I've already been making my pages and stuff like that. Um, If you want to add me as connoisseur of real estate underscore, I've already started, like, building my brand already. Um, I just got to start marketing in person and start really putting the footwork in to be able to gain the buyers um, and sellers and stuff like that that I need. So, yeah, um, I'm working on that as well as I do want to own some trucks. I want a car wash. I want a laundromat and a car lot. Like, I'm just, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I told y'all I was the bag brat. It was not a game. But I am very, 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 very fascinated with the real estate industry and the trucking industry. Like, I love trucks. Like, oh, my God, if I could just have 50 flatbeds on deck, I'm, I'm cool. Like, I, if I could just have me a bunch of flatbeds, I'm with it, okay? Like, I love it. Like, it gives me, like, a high, like, seeing a truck or a trucker or a trailer or like handing my flyer to a trucker just you know, I just love it. I love trucks and I love fast cars. Definitely, um red eye is my thing. I love red eyes, track hawks, um, and love me some Hellcat, you know. I definitely love the luxury side too. Definitely um, love like Rolls Royce trucks and Mayback Maybach trucks and different things like that. Um, you know, but I'm so I'm into those type of things. I'm into cars and stuff like that and old schools and trucks and I'm into that life, so I'm definitely like fascinated with that. Um, as far as my love life, I am single because I have not yet to find the one. Like, um, I want a man that knows how to protect, wants to provide. He I don't when I say provide, I'm not saying like I sit on my butt and do nothing, and he has to go figure it out, and I'm just like not worth anything. No, I do not only have to bring my legs to the table, okay. But I do bring a lot to the table. So um I have standards just like a man should have standards, you know what I mean? So and I was raised a certain way and yes, I still live that way. So um I need a man that understands he has to be God fearing, um, he has to be willing to pray with me, he has to be willing to learn the word with me, you know, and just um spirituality has to be big in his life in general because, um, that's what has got me through a lot of things, and that's what guides me, is my spiritual side, so, um, he has to be able to adapt, or just be willing to adapt, you know what I mean, so, um, yeah, and he has to know how to protect, lead, and provide, um, he has to know how to communicate, and, sorry, (laughs) driving, um, he has to learn how to communicate, and, you know, just not give up, a lot of men, um, have this big giving up about themselves, like, oh, if it doesn't work out, or you have one big fight, or this, does that happen, they're ready to get up and leave, I do not want that type of relationship, so me right now, I'm in, on a journey for myself, you know, a self-love journey, a self-heal journey, I'm just on, um, 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 entrepreneurial journey, I'm just on a long journey right now, and I do not even want to allow a man in my bed, in my space, on my phone, I don't want a man touching my body, like, I literally am not, um, feeding the energy of a man that's not going to be my man, or that's not going to be around, like, I'm looking for something consistent and, um, long-lasting, so it's hard to find you know what i mean so until i find um a man that is going to adapt on my level like i'm saying mindset wise and everything like wants to build and grow and actually have things together motivate uplift each other and really have each other's back and help each other uh, receive the wealth that we want like i said putting god first like just being able to adapt to my lifestyle you know what i'm saying like I'm not adapting to nobody else's lifestyle, and that's friends, men, all of that, like, I'm, I'm just not adapting to nobody's lifestyle anymore, because I give too much, and I don't receive what I give back, so, yeah, I'm no longer, like, um, dumbing down my vibration or my level for friends or for a man to adapt on their type of time, when I am the prize, like, yeah, no, I'm not, so... Yeah, I'm looking for um, something long-lasting, you know, good sense of communication, just someone that wants to grow, and also that wants a family, you know what I mean? So, until I find that, I will just be here, building myself and preparing myself for when God does send me the person that is for me, and that person is fully ready to take on the challenges of life together, you know what I mean, and grow and build, so... I'm just here with it. I got my daughter, you know, I love my baby, and I have her, and I got her for life. So, if I, hey, you know, it is what it is at this point. Like, I'm focused on my bag, okay? I am focused on my bag. I'm focused on God, definitely in my Bible. I am focused on my accomplishments and this healing and staying healed, you know what I mean? And not inviting things into my life to ever take me through any more experiences so um being more focused on me and what i attract and what i allow and what i want in my life so yeah that's the reason why i'm single as you guys have been asking forever But, um, yeah, so, I have so much more that I can talk about with you guys, so much more that I can tell you guys, so many, like, certain subjects that I can, um, tell you guys, because you guys always ask me questions, so, I love you guys, ask me questions, message me, um, whatever, and if you guys do that, like you normally do um we can start off with the questions you guys normally like message me questions and ask me questions and then i will come on here and answer them so um i know it was a lot and i know it was different things that probably popped up like oh well how did you do with this how did you do that that's how you guys normally ask the questions so just listen to this um and ask any questions that you want and then my next episode will be answering you guys questions I love you guys. I appreciate your support. Make sure that you uplift yourself, empower yourself, and love on yourself. Make sure you're taking those self-care days and that time for yourself and just loving on you, putting you first. And um, I hope that you uplift and motivate someone around you and empower them as well. And, yeah, I love you guys. Thank you for your support. Talk to you soon.